Cy Twitty is next door. I can hear him. I don't know what he's doing, but whatever he is doing, he's doing it very loudly. He's crashing around out there. I don't know. He's, he's, he's smashing plates. Sounds like he's at a Greek wedding, Turkish wedding, Jewish wedding. When are they with the wedding? It's some form of wedding, one that I've never been to. I've only been to a few weddings. Boring story. Some weddings, they smash plates. Anyway, that's what it sounds like. Um, there's, you know, sounds of music, drinking, dancing, laughing. Uh, no, Twitty's out there. He's crashing around. He's using racial epithets. He's just getting it done. You know, he's uh, got an intern in a headlock and he's just running the poor boy ragged. Um, not sexually, just, you know, just at work. Just he's making him mop the floor, swab the decks, uh, you know, mix the pug, uh, knock up the... Um, Female members of the team, they're all, they've all been very keen to get pregnant recently. Um, so uh, to take some of that sweet, sweet trickstar maternity leave, I guess. Um, so they've drafted in a, a lo- an intern, local boy, handsome boy, actually, tall, you know, good looking, strong, strong uh, constitution. And he's, he's going to be getting all the female members of staff um, up the duff. And then he's going to be living in a polyamorous relationship um, in in the studio, actually. It's going to be a new show on Trickstar. Um, <laughs> it's where Twitty kind of runs effectively a fertility clinic in a way um, where wayward uh, young women that want to learn not only the ways of uh, digital and online radio, um, but also um, sire a child. And they'll come in. Uh, Twitty will reside over it. It will not be unlike uh, the Flavor of Love from MTV, in which Flavor Flav uh, from Public Enemy, effectively the Bez of Public Enemy, um, auditions women uh, for a partner. And so it would be it'd be similar like that. I mean, I could see I could see the Twids get, getting into something like that. Twitty there. I can't hear me. If he comes back in, I'll get him. I've got another mic set up just in case. Yeah, well, maybe uh, Twitty in his boat, um, in his currently uh, dry docked boat, um, auditions auditions women uh, to be be his wife. Um, it would be, you know, maybe a ten week long series. I guess something like The Bachelor, but with more wets, with more wets, more swearing. Um, more um, nose bag, um, more more radios, more more, more digital radio. Um, did I say wets? There'll be a lot of wets, and um, we'll find him a wife because God knows he needs one. He needs one to feed him, clothe him, wash him. He's uh, he he often well turn him so he doesn't get bed sores because and really get into the crannies and the nooks of him, of which there are many. Uh, use a wet wipe or something to really get in there. Um, probably a sort of antiseptic wet wipe, I guess. Just uh, just swab him. Swab him in rubbing alcohol every day just to make sure that he's he's clean and just to get rid of the build-up, I guess. Anyway, that's my idea for, for Twitty. Take it or leave it. Um, that He stars in his own version of The Bachelor um, aboard his dry-docked boat and auditions for a wife. I think it would be fun to get quite a diverse uh, group of women 
um, from, you know, women of all ages. I mean, obviously, from legal age and above. But no, a range. Like, I'm thinking, you know, 16 to 90. Uh, you know, women of all different uh, races, colours, creeds, backgrounds, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds, um, with different ranging across the political spectrum from, you know, far left communist extinction rebellion activists to um to neo-nazis i think really it it, it, it would be a wonderful delight to see uh, a queue of women going out of twitty's boat um all of them of different sizes shapes hair colors queuing up just for the opportunity not only just to look at him but to potentially touch him and potentially feel him inside them it's everyone every young woman's dream i know and for one lucky winner it will become a reality. Um, anyway, that's uh, enough. Um, enough about Twitty for the six six minutes uh, of the show dedicated to Twitty. Um, if you want to meet him in real life, tomorrow night, Rankin Radio, live. A live podcast recording at the Brunswick and Hove, 8pm. Uh, he'll be there. Come down. Uh, come down, avail yourself of not only him, but also Jim. You can look at him. You can look at him from a distance so you can get him all in. Yeah, you can poke him. You can throw a Frey Bentos at him. He'll eat it. He'll go straight down. He'll eat the can as well, because you know the Frey Bentos comes in a can. Wild, isn't it, the Frey Bentos? Because it comes in a can, but it's not can. It's not traditional can shaped. It's Frey Bentos shape. They've built the can around the Bentos rather than building the Bentos into the can. Do you know what I mean? It's decontextualized. Guys, what a time to be alive. Uh, I love you. Welcome to Coffee and Memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to YouTube, Chode, wake up son, come on, wipe the sleep from your eyes boy, come on, you've got the whole goddamn day ahead of you son, you know, drink down a can of dragon soup, you know, get a small, a small, a hip flask sized bottle of Bucky down, yeah, and you'll be ready to face the day sunshine, you know, a couple of, um, uh, what are they called? Those um, those Scottish uh, bis- breakfast biscuit type things that you um, that you brought me. Anyway, have a couple of them. Just fucking get them down, yeah. All right, guys. Um, oh yeah, uh, D is saying that he met Twitty once. Not impressed. Understandable. He says he was something about a door for a landlord. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's still ongoing. Actually, I believe. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, guys, welcome to Coffee and Memes. What the fuck's going on in your lives? We're here. It's 2019. It's fucking chaos out there. The end times are upon us. And that's fine by me. Whew. Yep, London is being closed down by yoghurt-weaving hippies. Parliament is being closed down by wild-haired lunatics. Um, 
my anus is being closed down by a group of guys that came around the house the other night and just said that to do some work down there. Don't know what it's all about, but, you know, fellas, aren't they? They're wearing high-vis, whatever, let them in. Let them do their business, just let them get on with it. Fucking, I'm not going to be that middle-class guy that starts questioning the tradesmen. Know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, <laughs> you know the sort of archetype, the stereotype of the middle-class guy that when the tradesman comes around to sort out the electrics or whatever they are of themselves incapable of doing, that they suddenly get all like laddie and sort of, um, I don't do that. I can't, I can't, I just can't bear it. I just say nothing. Just can't, you know, it's, it's weird. Um, Jim, on the other hand, um, he will go full like, uh, it suddenly he's got a backstory where he was um you know basically worked down a mine as a child and you know he starts talking with a sort of yorkshire accent it cup of tea and like it's like i've just come here to fix the electrics can you just give it a rest anyway jesus not there's a bit of news in a bit of news hartley parkinson's on the case sadly no shares on this one for hartley parkinson so that's a bit of a downer to start the day with man had tweezers stuck in his urethra for four years okay um cool that's wow that's wild um let's get her up uh four years jesus wow okay well yeah we'll see won't we Man had tweezers stuck in his urethra for four years. Doctors have taken part in a delicate operation to remove a foreign object from inside a man's penis. Patient, 22, uh, who has not been named, claimed he did not suffer any pain since he inserted the pair of tweezers into his urethra four years ago. Fucking hell, he's hard. Jesus. Uh, Doctors applied pressure on either side of the penis to keep the 2.7-inch tweezers closed. While squeezing them out from the base of the shaft. If they removed them while they were open, the sharp ends could have damaged the urethra. How's that diagram of them? Whoa there! (laughs) Dang, son! Um, okay. And, I mean, I wonder... That must give me a really serious boner. You've effectively got a splint in there. Yikes. Uh... It is not known why he inserted the tweezers into his manhood, but some men enjoy putting items in their penis while masturbating. Yep, so the internet tells me the practice is known as sounding. 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 I've never heard such thing. Sounding. Oh, my God. Sounding penis. Put that into YouTube. That would be fun, won't it? Sounding, the fetish where you put a rod down your urethra. Okay, it's another Metro article from 2018. Great, okay. Um, surprised they weren't, weren't linking the two together there. Has it got it there? Sounding. Urethral sounding. Sounding or urethral sounding is the, is the medical use of probes called sounds to increase the inner diameter of the urethra to locate obstructions in it. Sounds are used to stretch the urethra in order to receive genital piercing. Why Why call it a sound, though? I mean, it's very clear that the word sound is sort of already used. Like, why are you doubling up? It doesn't make any sense. Can't you call it something else? Like, you could invent a new word for it. Oh, we're calling it a blue. A blue. Um, you insert the blues down into the urethra. It's called bluing. Yeah. The s- sorry, buddy. Whoever thought of that. Champ. Sorry, sport. Sound. Already taken. Yeah. We're going to put some sounds down there. We're going to put some fucking sick beats down there, mate. That'll open up his piss hole. All right, Westwood. 
What's going on? Yeah, man, stick a fork in it. No, Westwood, what's wrong with you? Are you a professional medical doctor? I mean, I'm not even sure you're a real DJ. Yeah, baby boy, bow down and kiss the ring. Westwood, no, please, I have a very serious medical condition. (laughs) Got a soundboard with it. Only Westwood can play this. Please, Tim, how did you get in here? This is a medical facility. Are you drunk? I can smell alcohol on your breath. We're going to put some sounds down there. We're going to drop some sick bombs. Westwood, please, you're hurting me. Anyway, I don't know who came up with that. Catheters and sounds on Amazon. You can buy them. Uh, Come with cock rings. Uh, The full package. Whoa! Uh, urethral sounds. Okay, so these are medical devices. Uh, that one is definitely... Uh, that's a stimulator. Yeah, these are... Um, these are medical devices, I presume. Sound vibrating? Oh, no, maybe not. Oh, no, they're all vibrating. Jesus. Ah, fucking Nora. I don't know if I... All right, come on, let's have a look. Only $14 for the number one rated urethral... I wish there was some Bucky left in there. Christ knows I need it now. Urethral sounds. Uh, Utimi vibrating urethral dilator, sleek sperm plug, stimulating urethral male massager. It really rolls off the tongue. Really rolls off the tongue. Food-grade silicone. uh, Ensures 100% body-safe environment and skin-friendly performance. Multiple vibration levels. Three vibration modes, seven pulse modes would offer an unexpected chance uh, to stimulate an unexpected chance to stimulate sensitive nerves of penis tapered tip uh, oh man hey whoa there hell no thank you no oh, sorry guys sorry I don't, blame Hartley Parkinson fucking oh it's too hard hotly no God, this is bad, man. This is this is not good. The procedure was reported in urology case reports, who said the man visited a clinic in Saudi Arabia where he revealed his history of inserting metal items into his urethra. As well as being linked to sexual gratification, doctors said people do it because they're drunk or have psychiatric issues. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if drunk is an excuse. I think you might have psychiatric issues and be drunk at the same time, but I mean, I've been drunk a lot. Christ, loads. Too much. Visibly too much. You know, demonstrably too much. But I've I've never thought, oh, I reckon I'll get them tweezers down. Reckon. Don't see why not. What? Be stupid not to. Yeah? Uh, they often don't present themselves to doctors uh, because of embarrassment and only seek help when problems occur. Yeah. Yeah. Um... In this case, the patient said he did not suffer any problems with urinating and was found to be in good physical health. Well, God bless him. The X-ray revealed where the tweezers, uh, where the tweezers showing X-ray revealed where the tweezers showing the closed end had become embedded in the bulbous urethra at the top. The tweezers were wiggled out while the patient was under general anaesthetic, and they used forceps to finish it off. Well, that was a bit of fun. 270 Extinction Rebellion arrests. Bit of fun. Um, 
Okie dokie. Who are the Red Brigade? Oh, communists, I imagine. Um, the doctor wrote, at the end of the procedure, no urethral catheter was inserted. Uh, the patient voided, well, and went home post-procedure. The patient was recommended to undergo a psychiatric evaluation, but he refused. It's like, nah, I'm all right. Uh, whatever. Pissed fine. Got it in there. Sat with it in there for four years. Ducking no problem. Got it out. Don't need a psychiatric evaluation. If anything, you're the mental one. And the patient did not follow up with the outpatient department. Oh, well, that's a, a, a nice one uh, for today. Get things going right. Uh, let's have... Oh, God. Got some bits, actually, today. This Tom Finster. Um, I think he's he works in accounts. Um, but he's got a, a great record here called Phantom Power. Uh, and I'll play it for you now. In fact, actually, if you email accounts at threshold.fm, I believe it goes straight through to Tom Finster. Um, that reminds me, I'm supposed to be doing his appraisal next week. Um, I'll just speak to HR about that. Shout out to Bildo, who's run out of petrol on the uh, on the thirty. What's that? The M thirty two. God bless you, Bildo. Hope you need. Hope you get the help you need. Press F to pay respect to Bildo's petrol tank. This is wild. I'll have to talk to HR about getting Tom a rose.
Now my eyes get no rest, yeah God bless you, Steno. Yeah, this is great. Well done, Tom Finston. Finston? Finston. Finston. Finn. Finster. Finster. The Finster. Big Finny. Big Finny style. Tommy Finn. Finn Money. Finn Dog. Anyway, that's called Phantom Power by Tom Finster. That could be a fucking contender for She Throw of the Week, in my humble opinion. Yes! That's the fucking outro for you. Yeah, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I think I might be to- Tom Finster's uh, new biggest fan. Not only does he work in the accounts department um, and he provides a lot of the uh, comic relief on, on some of the sort of away days, you know, staff away days and stuff, training days, things like that. Yeah, he's a bit of a character, isn't he? You know, he's always, uh, yeah, a bit of japes, whatever. He shares his lunch, packed lunch with people. Nice guy, all things considered. You know, yeah, maybe he is due for a race. You know, well, again, like I said, I've got his appraisal next week. So, you know, we'll, spe- we'll speak to him about that. Um, guys, look, what else have we got? Um, binge drinking is a sexual signal which could make men more attractive to women. Scientists claim. Yes, scientists. My boys, <laughs> come on. Let's get the show on the road. What a bunch of absolute fucking lad scientists. Carol's <laughs> like, right, look, I've got an idea for I've got an idea for some fucking research. I, I we'll get funding for this. I'll tell you we'll get funding for this from the booze companies. Hey, loads of money! Loads of fucking money. Here's the thing, yeah? Basically, we'll do a study to see whether or not getting fucking hammered. Makes you more attractive to girls. Yeah? Sound good? I like it. So we'll get a load of birds. Yeah? Get a load of birds in a lab. We'll get fucking tanked. And we'll do a before and after or something. Who's going to be the placebo? We'll get some fucking incels in. They could be the the control group, the placebo. Fucking lot. Uh, Yeah, right. I'll talk to to Budweiser, see if we can get a pound note for it. Anyway, men use binge drinking as a quote-unquote sexual signal to show women their strength, vigour, and therefore attractiveness, scientists have claimed. A new study has proposed that heavy drinking among young adults uh, shows the signaler's willingness to take risks. Um, The research draws on evolutionary theory to suggest knocking back alcohol is a costly signal, uh, which is a behaviour or physical trait that demonstrates a chap's worth as a mate. Sure. 
A famous example of a costly signal is a peacock's tail, which is ungainly and impractical, yet never fails to woo a peahen. Peahen. I found this out the other day that a female peacock is called a peahen. Makes sense, really, doesn't it? I mean, you just sort of assume that peacocks just sort of both of them, isn't it? No. Peacock and a peahen. So really just peas. Uh, it could be because a male who is strong enough to dodge predators whilst carrying a large plumage uh, must surely be pretty tough. And so what you're basically saying that the booze is like the plumage. Nice. Same could be true uh, with men who sink loads of tasty, delicious wets uh, because they're showing they're hard enough to deal with the physical impacts of necking tons of booze. Binge drinking among young men serves as a costly signal to potential mates such that the binge drinker is capable of bearing the harmful consequences of alcohol consumption. Academics wrote in a paper for the journal Evolutionary Psychology. They added binge drinking could communicate information about resources underlying male quality, male competition, and mating strategy. Because alcohol is a luxury good, alcohol consumption may reflect wealth. Right, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, that. What? why are we even pretending that... that Every single thing that we do is not about getting laid, <laughs> but it sort of is, you know? Like getting laid and then maintaining the lie, you know? And if you stop getting laid, trying to get laid. Break it down, man, you know? It's just it's fucking biology, man. Science, yeah? Science, bitch. Fucking look into it, yeah? You ever read a science? Yeah, why don't you read a science once in a, once in a blue fucking moon, bitch? Hey? How about science? Heard of that? Ever heard of it? Yeah, bitch. Um, it suggests that men who are more likely to binge drink were when there were relatively low numbers of women. Uh, hold on a sec, sorry. It suggested that men are more likely to binge drink when there were re- relatively low numbers of available women, whilst ladies showed the opposite effect and drank less. Okay. Interesting. Pubs and clubs are sites of male competition for female attention. Uh, in which young men gathered and drank alcohol, primarily to keep compete for female attention and show off their masculinity to both women and other men, the authors added. The ability to withstand these detrimental effects could single, signal vigour and advertise male quality, they continued. This all seems somewhat reasonable. Uh, the idea is related to a theory called the handicap principle, where females of many species prefer males that display exaggerated traits that are costly to maintain and develop. Hence, the traits serve as honest signals. List some others. Um, I guess being absolutely fucking jacked is probably one of those, because, I mean, it is costly in the sense that you've got to eat way more food, you've got to spend loads of time working out, that's quite hard. It is actually quite hard to build and maintain muscle, even if you're on the roids. So, I mean, and also, I mean, it makes you strong, capable, and uh, everything else. Um, indeed, occasional drinkers and frequent drinkers were rated as significantly more attractive than non-drinkers, especially in short-term mating contexts. Additionally, a recent review of the evolution of human sex-specific cognitive abilities by Geary, 2017, identifies alcohol as a stressor intoxic- slash intoxicant that compromises the building, maintenance, and expression of sexually selected traits. Right, thus the ability to function despite consuming alcohol, i.e. hold your liquor, among, uh, especially among men, might signal that the binge drinker is of significant quality to cope with the harmful consequences of alcohol. And thus the harmful consequences of reality, bitch. 
Okay. What do you think of Brain's Drinkers? Devilish and attractive. I would just have said pretty cool. Okay. Uh, ooh, hellish and repulsive to the readers of the Metro. Um, there you go. Uh, Heidi Allen MP defects to the Liberal Democrats. Oh, lovely stuff. Um, all right, well, so there's an Elyon story here from Jeff Parsons. No shares, but, you know, someone's got to read these things out, haven't they? Elon Musk finally reveals the truth about alien encounters. You would think, you would think, if he was actually revealing encounters with aliens, it might have at least one share. So I'm going to go on a limb and say that very little is revealed about alien encounters. Um, if there was anyone on Earth who should have received interstellar visitors, it would be Elon Musk. The CEO of SpaceX, pioneered reusable rockets, runs an electric car company, has grand ambitions of starting a colony on Mars, uh, isn't afraid to dabble with the ganja, and is an absolute shitlord on Twitter. Um, but he has said that the question he gets asked a lot is whether or not he's made contacts with aliens. Sadly, he says it's never happened. Right, that's end of story, really, isn't it? Jeff Parsons, nice one. No wonder he's got no fucking shares. Last week, in front of a crowd at SpaceX, employees... Uh, of SpaceX employees, some of the guests and a few members of the media in Boca, China, oh, Boca Chica, Texas, Musk finally confirmed the truth uh, that we've never contacted aliens. As far as I know, uh, we're the only consciousness uh, or the only life uh, that's out there, Musk said. Uh, there might be other life, um, but we've seen no signs of it. <laughs> uh, people often ask me, um, would you know about aliens? Uh, and I'm like, man, I'll tell you. I'm pretty sure. I'd know. I'm pretty sure I'd know if there are aliens. Um, not seen any sign of aliens. Nope, no aliens. Uh, crazy, crazy psychopathic AI though. Yep, sure. Yep, it's out there. Yep, it's it's gonna gonna, gonna probe your anus. It's gonna uh, sound. Uh, it's gonna be sounding sounding your cock. Um, yep, anytime soon. Yep, yep. Dig a pit. Get in the pit. Fill yourself in. It's the only only way to stop the evil AI from from sounding your cock. Yep. Sorry. Sorry you had to hear it from me. Um, during a recent visit to Shanghai, the genius tech mogul said it was fundamentally important, important for humans to launch Mars exploration missions. Not from the uh, standpoint of Mars, uh, just being an escape hatch, or probably uh, think Earth is doomed. Yep. Um, but because there's a sudden incredible probability that uh, something may happen on Earth. All right, well, this has got very boring very quickly, I'm afraid. Woman spends thousands to triple the size of her lips. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Right, come on, let's have another fucking jam. What we got? A few bits, man, a few bits. Uh, Red Pill, Dreams and Circuits. It's on his Dreams and Circuits EP on Blackout. <laughs> Builder, have you called the AI? Tell me you've called the AI. Thank you. 
Your boy, Red Pill. Dreams and Circuits off the Dreams and Circuits EP on Blackout Music. Right here on Coffee and Memes. Coffee and Memes. Hadrill. Guys, um, what else do we have? Yeah, it's your gal. Um, Bella Delphine returns to social media claim, claiming she got arrested. Uh, okay, this is Gamer Girl, uh, Bella Delphine, who was selling bathwater to those thirsty gamer boys. Um, and there was some good uh, fake news saying that people were getting herpes from it. That's a bit of fun. And um, now she's claiming that she got, done got arrested. Uh, wonder whether or not there's any truth to the claim. Uh, Bella Delphine, real name Mary Bella Krishna, uh, has made a dramatic return to social media today, claiming she had been arrested. After a two-month break, the Instagram star took to Twitter to share the dramatic news, saying she had been detained by the Metropolitan Police. Uh, sharing an apparent mugshot of herself, the 19-year-old wrote, I got arrested, lol. Uh, there is the mugshot there. Smudged makeup, uh, cheeky grin, hair dishevelled. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not a mugshot. I mean, maybe it's sort of supposed to look like a mugshot. It's not actually necessarily claiming it is one. I believe that's probably the implication. But yeah, um, quite what for, however, is not yet known. But the claims seem to have really stuck a chord with her army of fans, with more than 4,000 retweeting the post and 24 uh, thousand liking it since it was posted. It's actually 153,000 liking it. It's pretty wild. Um, uh, one concerned fan commented, Another day, another gamer girl oppressed by the police. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> just gamer girls out there just getting oppressed by the cops. You've all seen them, haven't you? Getting bundled, the gamer girls getting bundled to the fucking ground by the cops and choked to death yeah hands up don't shoot gamer girls right oh yeah 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 gamer girls just driving with their families in a car before they're pulled over and shot by police yeah happens all the time gamer girls aren't they gamer girls they're just you know just out there just getting pulled over and oppressed by the police just for the crime of being a gamer girl fucking morons uh, the second row. I'll save you, Bella. It's my purpose. No need to thank the goose. What's the goose? What's up with the goose? Jesus Christ. The fucking gamer boys. While another added, only person to look good in a mugshot. Wow. Um, let's, see, let's see what these, these clowns are saying on Twitter. On Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter sphere. Whoa. Okay. It's going to get me uh, in trouble. Um, wow. What? Wait. What? Whoa. Whoa. What? Hey, wait. Whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> so, for anyone listening on the podcast or on the radio, uh, the first, uh, well, second comment, <laughs> it's just a picture of a Photoshop thing, of a flashlight. But instead of a vagina in it, it's the nose and mouth of the dog, um, of <laughs> the dog meme, of the Shiba Inu. Um, uh, such wow. <laughs> dog, that's so great. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. 
Um, wow. Okay, she says, "Got to, this medium may be sensitive. Why would it be sensitive? It's just a picture of a girl's face. Okay, sensitive. Um, arrested for manufacturing and distributing biochemicals to civilians within the UK. It's uh, a reply. That's got 30,000 likes. Jesus, man. Um, whoa. Uh, yeah, these there's some 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 good memes going on here, guys. They're they're not shy. Um, oh, here's oh yeah, Ricky Barrick. He's um he's he's wild. He's a wild boy. I'm gonna bail you out of jail. You sit, my poor baby girl. I'm gonna bail you out of jail. You sit tight. Don't let anyone touch you. <sighs> God, <laughs> I shouldn't have clicked on this. This is this is all uh, all too much. Um, no one giving it the whole, like, and in today's edition of Things That Never Happened. Oh, God, who's that? Copper Cab? No. Oh, Jesus. What's going on? Oh, it's more of a, uh, just look. This is why I got off Twitter. Smart move. Uh, last time we heard from old Delphine, she was allegedly selling jars of her own bathwater for $30 a pop. Yep, she even posted a not-suitable-for-work advert promoting the whole thing. According to Bella, the Gamer Girl bathwater is bottled while I'm playing in the bath. This really is bathwater. She has disclaimer, this water is not for drinking, and it should only be used for sentimental purposes. Um, sharing news of the unusual sell on Instagram, she wrote, What was I going to do to top the Pornhub stunt? Well, if you guessed selling my bathwater, you'd be right. Again, you can't fool her honesty here. Hey, she's a canny lass. She knows how to make a pound note. She knows how to work it. God bless her. Yeah. Shouldn't this be, you know, uh, you, you should see that the, the feminist should be behind it. You know, it's just a gal out there just working it, just stacking, stacking that cheese, making that bread, obtaining the grain, and, um, just, you know, slinging dick, really. Uh, and before that, the cosplay starlet was trolling her 3.8 million followers by pretending she was going to create her own porn cha- Pornhub channel. Yeah, yeah, she had Bella Delphine strokes two big cocks, and she had a couple of cockerels with her. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, she uploaded a total of 11 videos, including Bella Gets Scissored, where she opens uh, and closes a pair of scissors, and PewDiePie goes all the way inside Bella Delphine, in which she ate a photo of Pewds. Um... Great times, guys. Great, great time to be alive. Um, definitely, uh, definitely not uh, praying every day uh, for the rapture uh, to swallow us all and return us all to the stardust. Um, this is nice. This is a bit of fun. Um, lad here. Rude awakening. Clubber wakes up 100 miles from home surrounded by sheep with £400 uh, Uber bill after falling asleep in Uber after night out. Um, that's <laughs> great. Okay, let's find out. Um, a clubber certainly had it large on Friday night. A large Uber bill, totaling £400, that is, after he fell asleep in his cab and woke up 100 miles from home. Joseph Fergie, 20, had been enjoying a night out at the Attic nightclub and decided to get an Uber back to his home in Leith in the early hours at kicking out time. Here he is. He's on Snapchat. He says, check my location. What the hell happened to me? <laughs> um... Uh, this is the strangest day of my life. Check my location. Where am I? Uh, it's a distance of around two miles, and the journey normally takes less than 15 minutes. However, the hapless chap, the hapless call centre worker, then fell asleep inside the cab, having already sunk a, few, a fair few drinks. He was then woken from his drunken slumber by the taxi driver at 8.30am to tell him they had arrived at the destination. Uh, but instead of ending up outside his home, he had been driven to... Uh, 
Kirk Cudbright in Dumfries and Galloway, more than 100 miles from where he lives. Joseph told the Daily Record, I woke up still drunk and when I saw sheep kicking about the countryside, I thought the guy had taken me to Muzzleborough. Muzzleborough is a town in East Lothian on the coast of the Firth of Forth, five miles from Edinburgh city centre. Once he realised where he was, he used Snapchat to tell his pals where he was and described it as the strangest day of his life. He said, I ended up telling my pals about the situation and they just burst out laughing. They couldn't believe what had happened. Joseph then faced a frantic search to find a way to get home and knocked out by his mobile, which was running out of batteries. Um, <laughs> oh, look, they've got a whole infographic here. Um, uh, he had to hop on several buses and trains, eventually ending up back in Edinburgh at around 3.30pm on Saturday, more than 12 hours after the club had closed. It's a wild, wild one. I mean, so what, he put the wrong location in on, on Uber? Is that, is that the thing? And the guy just didn't... Didn't mention it. Uh, but Joseph is certainly a hardened party goer. He said his unexpected road trip hadn't put him off partying and said that he would still be heading out on a Saturday night even though he was out of pocket by 400 quid. Joseph said, I'm still trying to piece together what exactly happened last night and I'm chatting with Uber to see if they can help in any way. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a... Like, wouldn't a, a, your Uber driver question you before making a 400 quid trip? Like, yeah, you sure? This long, long trip, isn't it? Wow, yeah. Sure, like if your normal trip's supposed to be two miles. Never heard of uh, Kirk Cudbright before last night, and I doubt I'll be able to ever forget it now. Um, he's very keen for people to check his location. Yeah. Okay, yep, it's more. Check the location. Yep, seen that one before. Um, there he is. He's there. Um, okay, good stuff. That's a picture of the club. Oh, that's the end of the story. Well, God bless him, you know. I'd be, um, I'd be guess the help he needs. <laughs> um, let's have one more bit, yeah, one more bit. What have we got? Oh, should we have that misanthrop bit from last week? Everyone was pretty into it, probably because it's really good. Uh, it's called Deuce, Deuce, um, Deus. Could we say Deus? Maybe. De, yeah, probably more likely, isn't it? Deus, misanthrope, Deus. Jen up in the place.
Yeah, misanthrop, Deus. Bit of fun, I think. Bit of fun. Under under three minutes. Not sure about that. I think you could probably dub, doubled up on that. Don't, don't see quite why. You know what I reckon? I reckon it, it's like the old town road trick. You make it unbelievably short, so people listen to it a few times in a row. Therefore, getting you more streaming revenue. Look, I'm not saying that's what he's doing. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm, I, I, I'm absolutely not saying that that's what Mythanthrop's doing. Trying to harvest more streaming revenue by making a track only half the length it reasonably should be. I'm not saying that. Absolutely. That's what I'm not saying. You know, I'm saying a lot of things. I say a lot of things every day. Uh, that's not one of them. <laughs> uh, look, guys, thanks for all the dislikes. That's cool. Uh, that's a fun game we're playing now, um, I guess. Um, uh, so, yeah, cheers. Um, quite quite even pegging today. Um, uh, like, um, if you enjoy the um, freedoms and liberties afforded to you by the UK. Uh, dislike. Um, if you like being uh, pegged to death uh, by the ghost of Jesus Christ. Um, so those, those are your two options <laughs> for the day. Um, last story for you, I, I think. Maybe we might have time for a couple. Uh, don't call yourself a fucking libertarian, yeah, and then get hacked off with this. Mum charged with swapping baby for auto. Uh, cops, uh, North Carolina... Uh, North Carolinan, 45, uh, sold child for a 1992 Plymouth laser. Come on! Yeah? Don't call yourself far bottom right. Eh? Yeah? Don't call yourself a full, full-scale libertarian if you are not prepared to sell your own children for cars. Come on! Eh? It's my child. I had it. I gave birth to it. Therefore, I can sell it if I so wish. Come on. That is the beauty of unregulated free markets. Pure, unfettered capitalism. <laughs> sell your kids. Smack them and sell them. Yeah, stack them high, sell them cheap. October 4th, uh, North Carolina mother sold her baby daughter for a 1992 Plymouth laser, according to police, and felony indictments filed against her and two uh, co-defendants. Alice Todd, the Toddmeister, uh, is accused of swapping her child last year for a vehicle provided by Tina Chavez, 47, and her husband, uh, uh, Vicenio Romero, 53. All three defendants have been charged with the unlawful sale, surrender, or purchase of a minor. At the time of the baby vehicle barter, the child was less than a year old, according to court records. Uh, a police investigation was launched late last July when Chavez... Uh, brought the child to a hospital for treatment. Since the girl was presented to medical staff with bruising, hospital personnel contacted cops and child protective service workers. During subsequent questioning, uh, Chavez initially said she was the child's birth mother. She subsequently changed her story, saying that she had adopted the girl. Uh, but Chavez was unable to provide documentation to support that claim. Police in Thomasville, a city 20 miles south of Winston-Salem, uh, eventually identified Todd as the child's biological mother. Uh, Superior Court indictments allege that Chavis and Romero transferred possession of a vehicle to Alice Todd for physical custody of the minor. The swap, uh, the indictment adds, uh, was not ordered by a court, authorised by a statute or otherwise lawful. Okay, you see, that's the sort of thing that you can, if you, you're able to do it legally, 
no, you can sell your kids. You you just have to go through the, the right channels. I guess that probably is sort of true, isn't it? People get paid as surrogates all the time. It's oh, There's a Louis through on it. It's it's all sorts of heartbreaking. Um, police said that Todd accepted a 27-year-old Plymouth in return for a child. Um, the, let's have a, just a little, little look-see of what a 1992 Plymouth laser actually looks like. Um, yeah, not great, man. Not a, it's not a not a classic as such, is it? It is um, a very anonymous, just sort of old, out of date kind of looking car. Um, I mean, you know, it doesn't look like a great car, but the kid might have been a real bastard. You know, so it could be a decent deal. Yeah, a reliable older car. You know, maybe it was quite low mileage. One careful owner. One careful lady owner, you know, has had it in dry storage for years. It's only got 30,000 miles on the clock. You know, it could be a good deal. That kid could have been a pain in the ass. You know, it could have been bloody up all night, not sleeping. Kid could have been, I mean, I know, I appreciate it was less than a year old, but could have, could have learned to speak and could have, first word, could have been the N word. You know, could have been a real rotter. Do you want that on your hands? Nicer to have a 1992 Plymouth Laser. Low mileage, one careful. Female owner's been been kept in dry storage. Um, you know, paintwork could use a lick, but it's the way with old cars, isn't it? Look, I don't know, man. It's not for me to say. Maybe, maybe people should be selling their kids. Maybe they should. <laughs> probably not. You know, probably probably don't have one. God, beard enough getting up my nose today. Unbelievable. Um. Any other little bits that we've got here? A woman quits job as funeral director to become a professional mermaid, earning £100 an hour. Okay. All right. I'm intrigued. Um, Good. Good for her. Um, Woman has made a drastic career change to become a full-time mermaid after realising that her job as a funeral director was making her miserable. I've always thought that. I mean, you know, they're doing the Lord's work and everything, but working in a funeral home, man, I like... I mean, it might... I mean, there are always family businesses and been in the family for generations and stuff, but I don't know. It's, it's for me, really. Oh, wow. Artist creates brilliant paintings of the Queen by using her boobs as brushes. Okay, good. They're yeah, quite good paintings, I will say. Um, a woman has made a dramatic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasmine Se- uh, Seals from Basingstoke uh, says she would often end up crying to myself at the funeral home uh, because dealing with grieving families was so hard. Yeah, I bet. So the 28-year-old quit a job after she was inspired to become a professional mermaid. Uh, she has even vowed, I'll do it until it puts me in a wheelchair because I love it so much. Is that a thing? Is mermaiding, mermaiding gonna cause you, uh, likely to cause you to lose the use of your legs? Do I pass me in a fucking wheelchair? Right, is that, is that, is that often the way it goes? Um... Wanting to get married and have kids doesn't make me any less of a feminist. What kind of ridiculous article is that? Why would it make you less of a feminist? Why? God almighty. Um, now she trains in the water up to twice a week and can hold her breath underwater for an impressive 2 minutes and 35 seconds. Um, uh, she wears bejeweled bras and dragon skin platinum silicone mermaid tails uh, and she performs at festivals, birthday parties and events. And she can earn up to £100 an hour. Seems like a, a bit of fun, man. I mean, I don't know if it's for me. I don't know if anyone would want to see me in the outfit. Maybe once, but like for a, 
you know, for the bant, but probably not. I don't think they'd be likely to pay me £100 an hour for it more than once, you know? Guys, I think it's unlikely. Uh, look, yeah, it's the end of the show. Guys, hang around, 11 o'clock, Parallax is in with the roll call. Fucking going to be bring, bringing the business, you know? Bringing the goddamn business, yeah? Just think about it. Would you Would you please think about it? So if you're listening on YouTube, head over to threshold.fm. The next hour, it's just, uh, boy... And alone in a room with a sack full of shoe throwers and little care for his own personal safety. Um, look, thank you to everyone who is... It's the end of the show, by the way, just in, in case you in case you didn't realise. Uh, thank you to everyone who is supporting on uh, the Patreon. Very decent of you. Um, you are good, upstanding members of the Lobster community. Oh, uh, also, guys, look, amazing new T-shirts are now available. Oh, the hoodies are sold out. Sorry about that, guys. Um... These new Shoe Throwers Anonymous T-shirts are now up, and they are selling fast, actually. Um, probably the fastest selling of anything I've had up. Uh, and it says, just throw it. Just throw it on the back, and it's got a lovely Air Max 90, um, or a shoe that looks similar to an Air Max 90, uh, with wings on it on the back, and it says Shoe Throwers Anonymous on the front, on a sort of front pocket print. Um, the 25 notes printed on heavyweight white tees, black print. They're fucking beauties. Go to threshold.fm and go to the store there and you can get one. I'm posting the bloody loadout in the next couple of hours. So if you want one sent out today, I can make that dream a reality for you. I'll stick it in the goddamn post this very day. Uh, so yeah, get on. There's not loads of them. Uh, so get in quick. And um, yeah, got a, got a few other designs to come out in the next few weeks or months to follow which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Guys, VIP list, uh, quickly, before the thing cuts me off. Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaziski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potts, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Gam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pyle, Leanne Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Allchow, Ryder, John Fiddleson, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Griefke, Beginning Lightfield, James Barry, Head of Bartender, Lady Squiffington, Linda Mess, Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Go with No STDs, uh, Ames MC, Just Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco, Shiva, Dan from Toronto, Wilmore, Mr. Pope, Duff, Chris Sargent, Sachi, Superior, John Bass, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris Abutterson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Jan, Jerry Faxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dad, Smash, Connor, Smith, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosby, Wolf, Meat, Load, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Dan, Sarah Hunt, Sarah Hips, uh, Will Lay, Ben Vogo, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, uh, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudio Lushmere, Benny Stremoche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo Gervais, and Big Eight. Oh, hang around for Parallax on Threshold.fm because frankly there's few better things you can do with the next hour of your life. Okay? Good. I will be back tomorrow morning at 10am for more coffee and memes. Until then, know that I love you. Okay? God bless you. Goodbye.